All right, welcome back to the ALG podcast. Happy Friday if you're listening to this on drop date. It's finally the freaking weekend. Today I am joined, as always, by my partner in crime, Fit underscore D-Rock, better known as David Roden. Buenos dias, como estas? How are you today? And today we are joined by a... Today we are joined by an extremely special guest. My man, you may know him as working on Ryan. I know him as Ryan Avilas. My man, how are you today? Great, man. How are you? I'm doing quite well. Um, so I think that Ryan makes the first person on the podcast who's actually involved in the ALG community. Am I wrong? I don't think I'm wrong. On a continuing basis, correct, I would right. say. On a, on a constant continuing basis? Yeah. Right, because yeah. yes, 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 Kayla is on. Um, and yeah, now Ryan's here. So Ryan, welcome. Uh, we're definitely going to talk about the ALG community, uh, a little bit, you know, later on in the show, but sure. before we get there, um, I do want you just to kind of introduce yourself to everybody listening at home. Those who may not know you may not know your story. Just give me a little brief overview. Um, and where do I start? Um, I actually have been part of the weight loss community. And when I say that, I mean like on Facebook, on Instagram right. for quite some time. And then I literally just dropped off because I went down that downward spiral. Right. Um, but yeah, man, I, I've always been around as far as social media goes. But uh, as of late, you know, I got in, back into everything. And that's how I met you guys. You know, I found you guys. Actually, John, I found you first. Right. And then I found Poro. And yeah. everything's just been, it's been going uphill ever since. So I'm oh, kind of yeah. grateful for that. That's, the, that's, that's what I really like to hear. Um, so you said that this is not your first go around with the uh, weight loss community. So why don't you uh, tell us what, what had happened? Why, why the, uh, well, how did you first start, you know, in the very beginning before you kind of had that hiccup? Okay. So I, uh, it's actually, I, I've been heavy my entire life. Okay. Okay. Um, I would say, what is this? 2020. So 2012, um, I had met my ex-wife. Now, this is where it gets kind of weird because I did this all for the wrong reasons, okay? Um, when well, how I old are you? Really quick. How old? I will be 36 tomorrow. I'm 35. Happy birthday. Thank hey. You. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I met her in 2012. Okay. And uh, what had happened was when I met her, she told me that she was into me and everything like that, but she wanted a, you know, a longer life and at my size, I was 574 pounds. She was like, that's not going to happen. Right. So I want, and she was heavy herself. She was pushing around almost 300. She said, I want to lose weight. And she's like, I think me and you together, we're just going to enable each other. Hmm. And I was like, all right, you know, I'll lose weight. That was my first like real like stab at really trying to like lose weight on my own. Right. And uh, I did it. We both went to Weight Watchers, lost the weight. I, I shouldn't say I lost weight. I lost about 100 pounds. I was Define and lose weight. Okay. I lost 100 pounds. Yeah. Okay. I lost 100 pounds on Weight Watchers. Wow. And, Incredible. Uh, that's awesome. That, yeah. that, that's really awesome. And in a matter of like, uh, I want to say almost four and a half months. Uh, and, but I was going hard with it though. We were going for walks. Yep. We were doing nature walks, all that stuff. Oh, right. Yeah. Um, and then I started to, you know, we got into that happy phase and then I started to creep back up. Right. You know, I started to gain weight again. And that was when in 2014, was when I made the decision to have weight loss surgery. Okay. Okay. And where did you go for that? I actually went to St. Charles is the one that's behind Mather, right? Yeah. St. Charles. Yeah. Yes. That's where I had mine done. Yeah. Very cool. Which not, I wasn't happy with it, but there's, there's, many what do you mean that. that you, that you didn't, you weren't happy with it? The support. 
Um, okay. Oh, you did, you felt like they didn't provide support to you within their own bariatric like community. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. you know, I would go to the meetings, you know, like they have a, you know, a set time yeah. and I would go and then I would, I would show up with me and my ex-wife and we're the only ones there. The only ones there. Yeah. No, I mean, that's kind of, see, in the bariatric community, obviously, you know this, Ryan. Um, and for those that, you know, that are listening that don't know, the process to go through bariatric surgery is strange because there's all walks of life. That, that walk through those doors. That's, that's one thing. The second thing is there are people that, you know, get into the bariatric surgery realm of things and they think, like a lot of people out there think, that they're going in for the quick fix. So mm-hmm. if we're going in for the quick, the quick fix, well, why do I have to go to these meetings and why do I have to talk to these people Correct. other than, you know, for the guidelines of getting the surgery. So a lot of these people, they'll go to the one meeting that they have to go to for their insurance policy or whatever, you know, get that little sign off and then you never see them again because they're really only there because they think that this is the easy way out. And, you know, I saw that through my whole process of having to get weight loss surgery too. I remember the first class that, that they made us attend, um, the girl behind me was like, oh, we have to come here all the time? Or like, can I just, you know, get the note signed after this and never come back? Because mm-hmm. like, I'm going to have my surgery in a month and then I'll be good after that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if, you, if you're not mentally up here ready for it, I mean, we all know then it's not going to work out. But go ahead. So you were going to these meetings and you and your ex-wife were the only ones showing up. Yeah, we were the only ones that would show up. And I would just, I wasn't happy with it, you know. Right. Um, I, I, I honestly did have that mentality though, John like what you were just saying about that. Right. I, I was one of them. Right. Um, and, and the reason for that. I'm glad that you can admit that though. But there, there's, a, there's a reason for that, which I wasn't better than anybody. No, okay? of course. But um, when you go around that meeting, when you go into that meeting and there's other people that are there and they share their stories, mm-hmm. some of their worst things that they go through or their, you know, their go-tos. Right. I mean, I, was look, I would look around the room and I'm like, I'm, I don't have anything. I don't, I can't relate. Right. Like one guy who worked construction, he would drink like those Tang orange drinks from like the gas station, a gallon uh, of them. Drink, like right. two of them a day. Right. And I'm like, dude, one guy's like, oh, I ate two pies of pizza last night by myself. And I'm like, it just, I couldn't relate to it. No, I understand. They were getting surgery. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So yeah. I'm like, all right. You know, so that's why I was like, I'm one of those people, but I had my own things that I just wouldn't reveal to anybody. Right. So not better than anybody, but we went to those meetings and they just weren't helping us. They really, really weren't. And then- after we had, after I had the surgery, because she had the surgery first. My ex-wife actually had surgery so, first. So now when you say the surgery, which surgery did you guys both get? I, we both had the gastric sleeve. Okay. Okay. Um, she went first, and then I went after her. Mm-hmm. And luckily I had no complications, no nothing. But um, after, you know, we both started to lose weight, I got down. So the day of my surgery, I weighed 448 pounds. Okay. And you started now, at what, 575? Well, si- 574. Okay. And then I lost the weight from Weight Watchers and then I gained right. back up. So I went up okay. to 489 pounds, 480 okay. pounds. And then I lost. Okay. And then he told me, if you do not weigh 448 pounds on the dot the day of your surgery, I can't do it for you. Yeah, no, they're very strict when it comes to stuff like that. Extremely. Luckily, I weighed 448 pounds on that day. <laughs> I was like praying. Yeah. I stopped I, drinking dude, water for been, two days to get there. Yeah. But I, did. I, I would have been devastated. And they make you go for an appointment uh, like two or three days before just to make sure like you're okay. That yep. You're not eating anything. Mm-hmm. And I was like really devastated because I was starving. Yeah. And the woman next to me was getting it done on the same day. 
And she told she told whoever was in front of us, yeah, I, I had steak last night and some baked potato. Oh my God. And and the woman said, if you did that, that's fine. Stop now. And I said, if it's fine, then why am I starving for two weeks? Right. Because they put you on the two week liquid diet, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I was, uh, but anyway, so I had the surgery. Um, and then after that, you know, I started to lose the weight. Right. I got down with my surgery. So I, on the day of my surgery, I weighed 448. Right. Over, I would say six to seven months, I got down to around. imbalances you know that's just because of the, the you know you're lacking um the normal nutrients that you would take from the food you're not getting in as much food as you were that's right, you right. know why you have to take the vitamins whatnot i'll tell you right now when i first got weight loss surgery i was losing hair like crazy yeah clumps in the shower yep clumps in the shower uh actually so um i was looking at an old video the other day because i was going to create a post and steve had taken a back shot of me doing something and I had the whole St. Anthony going. Like I had just this huge bald spot going in. And then yesterday he took a video of me and that whole bald spot is basically gone. You know, cause I just love, eventually I was just able to really level out. I, I started taking a lot of biotin, but the same thing, like you said, clumps of hair, my mm -hmm. nails weren't growing. My nails were frail as anything. Yeah. I was get, like, if I, if I smacked my, my hand on a table accidentally or something, I would get black and blues underneath my fingernails. Yep. It was wild. It was absolutely wild, but yeah. So go ahead, continue. No. So I, we had, I had lost weight. My ex-wife had gotten down to around, I, I want to say like 220, 230. Wow. From almost 300. So she didn't lose. I wouldn't say she lost a tremendous amount. Right. But that's when after we both started to like feel good, we started to creep back up again. Right. Because you find ways around that surgery. Yes. And I will admit openly, two days after my surgery, I tried. I mm -hmm. went to my mom's house and my mom's house is it's like an enabler's dream. Like, right. sorry, it's it's like a food addict's dream. Not she, right. She's the enabler. Right. Um, but I went there and my aunt was eating Swedish fish and I was like, Oh, give me one. Nobody said, dude, you just had surgery. Nothing. Right. I wanted to see what would happen because you know, the surgeon was like, listen, you eat anything like that or sugar, you're probably going to be in some pain. Yeah. Pain, dumping syndrome, all that. Nothing. I had nothing. I ate it and I was like, okay, same thing with peanut M&Ms. I went through all of my vices, Oreos, peanut M&Ms, mm -hmm. any type of candy, any type of ice cream. The only thing I was afraid to try was soda. And, bubbles. Right. But even, mm -hmm. even that, maybe mm -hmm. it's because I didn't try it so early, but down the line, I was fine. And right. I was like, so they lied to me. They basically brainwash you for a little while just so you stay away from that stuff. Well, it's, it's not really, it's not really a brainwashing thing. Um, no, 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 no. I'm saying no, no, that's no, what no. I was thinking. Oh, oh yeah, no, of course. Well, yeah, I, sure. I, you know, uh, when I woke up from surgery, I went through a very similar thing. And, you know, as I'm talking to more bariatric um, patients, who've had it done, I've actually kind of noticed this pattern that I think we all kind of do that just to test the waters to see if, you know, if we really were lied to, um, the yeah. morning, the morning I woke up from surgery, when I was finally back in my house, I made myself a protein shake with huge glob of peanut butter in it. And I ate an egg. I ate like a whole thing of scrambled eggs and I wasn't supposed to eat and it went down fine. And then I'm sitting there and I'm thinking to myself, well, you know, these motherfuckers told me that I'd be in pain. I'd be throwing mm -hmm. up. And I'm fine. Did they even do surgery on me? And I, I swear to God, I swear to God, I went two months convincing myself, you didn't even have surgery done. 
You, they just took the insurance money. That's all they did. They, they got paid. Everyone got paid. You got screwed. You're not going to lose any weight. And then I noticed, hey, Dick, if you just follow the rules, you're going to see, you know, there really yeah. is restriction there. And also, like you said before, so you were able to get down like peanut M&Ms and Swedish fish and Oreos and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. One of the things that I remember hearing, you know, during the consultations and those, those group sessions was that you actually will be able to get stuff like that down because yeah. they're, not, they're not dense. You follow no, what I'm they're, saying? they call them um, sliders. Right, is what they call them. Sliding, exactly, slider, slider foods. Food. Exactly, slider foods. It, it's uh, easier to pick and graze. You'll always be able to pick and graze. There's nothing that's going to take that away. Right, and that's how a lot of people find you know the the in and out of of the bariatric surgery. Yeah, ice cream easily went down. Oh and, yeah. But here's the thing: because ice cream, the I guess depending on what flavor you get, to me it wasn't dense. So I would I would be able right. to I would say about. After seven months, I was able to put down a half a pint of Ben and Jerry's easily. No problem. Yeah. No, no without problem. a doubt. I, I could see same that. Same thing, same thing with, a, with a can of Coke. I was like, yeah. I'm fine. I wouldn't be able to eat. Now, it did stop me from eating a lot. You know, and, yeah, as you know, like, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I went from eating three to four slices of pizza mm-hmm. to having maybe one and a half. And that's right. without drinking. Right. Right. You know, until this day, till this day, two is my limit for pizza. Right. Which... In a fat man's mind, saddens me. Right. But- <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, hey, listen, I haven't had pizza in five years, but even here, two, two is my limit. I'm just like, oh, God, I hate that. A limit? What do you mean? I could do 10 yeah. slices. Um, that, that's like my, that's like my, my claim to fame here. Is I, yeah. That's considering I'm the, I'm, the, I'm the one that has it. It's like, wait, when was it? Uh, me and my roommate took down a large Jets pizza and a medium, a medium and a large Jets pizza and breadsticks. Jeez. That was like a week and a half ago. It was glorious. <laughs> oh, you did this a week and a half ago? This is like a week and a half ago, yeah. Good for you. <laughs> Good for you. No, but that's, that's honestly, that was a position of me when it came to, so like I had made the position with my parents. If I didn't lose the weight by graduation of college, I'd get gastric of yeah. one, of the, one of the surgeries. And one of my very vain, very, again, we all have reasons in our head of why we make the decisions we make. Right. Some good, some bad. I wanted to still be able to eat the way I want to eat. Right. I may not always do it, but it's like if I want to let go for six hours and just go smorgasbord and then get back mm-hmm. on the, I want to be able to do that. But if you have surgery, that's not an option. You die. <laughs> uh, I mean, right. yeah, yes, you can. Listen, I had an I had an opportunity once I had got divorced to do a revision, mm-hmm. and it's something that I wanted to do until I went to Mather Hospital this time to try to get it done. Mm-hmm. And the surgeon pretty much like kind of fucked with me a little bit and like made a fool out of me in front of everybody. And I was pissed. Why? Dr. What do you mean? Ahmad. Why? Yeah. What do you mean? So we sat there and dude, I wasn't the heaviest guy in the room. Mm-hmm. At 489 pounds, I'm not the heaviest. Okay. And you're not in a bariatric. Yeah. You're just, you're not, you no. know? Yeah. So I'm sitting in the, in the, cause you know, if you have to go for a revision or you want to go for a revision, you have to go to the consultation again. Right. Yeah. No, you have to start you have all over to. again. Yeah. Yep. So I was willing to do that. I'm sitting there by myself. Now, I mind you, I'm about a month out of like splitting up with my ex-wife and like getting ready to get divorced. And everything. Now, wait, I, I want to just set the table and set the timeline. How, how long after you getting bariatric is you going back to see about a revision? Uh, so that, I got my surgery in 2014. It was last June is when I went to try to get a revision. So June of 2019. So okay. five years later. Five years okay. later. Okay. Okay. Um, and he just basically went around the room and he gave, and the surgeon, and my name is mean by he, he went around and gave like all these surveys 
and you had to circle everything. And then at the end, you add up all these numbers and they give you your, your body mass index. Right. And uh, mine was at, I think it's, I think it was a 67 or 68, which okay. is high. Yeah. Um, and when he went around the room, like he was asking people, and dude, there was maybe about, I'd say 20, 25 people in the room gets to me and he goes, what should be on my, like read it out loud. So I'm like 66, whatever I said. And he's like, okay. He was like, let me ask you, how do you, how did you get that heavy? And I'm like, well, first things first. And I started and I said, listen, I had gastric sleeve already. He's like, Sidham, what are you doing here? Right. So I explained it to him again. And he's like, yeah, he's like, I don't think a revision would work for you. The only revision that I would even think to do with you is a duodenal switch. And I, and I don't do that. I, that's done in the city. Yeah. So in my head, I'm like, what the fuck's a duodenal switch? Yeah. So I Google it and it is the be all and end all for surgery. Yeah. See, when they explained everything to you, Ryan, they did it so poorly. And I'm, I'm so upset listening to this, mm-hmm. that, they, that they really did this to you. So yes, if you, if you get the sleeve and then later on down the road, you have to get a revision. It, it is, you know, the term that he just said, I got say it again. Cause I've do a dino switch. Yeah. You could go to, you could go to a bypass. It, it depends on. Yeah. So here's the thing though. It is a bypass. It is it, a bypass. It is, but it, it's not. It's not the regular bypass. It's right. more extreme. Right. But and, they should have told you that out the gate. And he shouldn't have used you as an example. And the reason oh, why he did that is because, and, and, and this is not taking anything from you, and I don't want you to no, take not at any all. offense to anything. I'm, I know. Yeah. He hears it all the time, dude. You know what I'm saying? Like, he used yeah. you as the example of what not to do. Oh, absolutely. That was, that was the point he was trying to get across. Absolutely. And that's fucked up. Yeah. It's it fucked was. up beyond I, belief. I, I left there and I, you know, afterwards, you know, the, there was a woman standing at the door and she was supposed to take like your name and number for like yeah. appointments, whatever. I just was like, fuck her. And I, I left. Yeah. And then like a week later, I got a call from them asking if I wanted to schedule an appointment. And I'm like, fuck it. I mean, what do I got to lose? Yeah. So I scheduled the appointment. I go there and he's like, oh, I remember you. Yeah. He was like, do a Dino switch. And I'm like, what is that? So he explained it to me. And all I got from that was, well, Sleeve didn't work for you. Bypass is definitely not going to work for you. Do a Dino switch. You'll be able to do all the stuff that you did just getting back to where your weight is. But he goes, what if I told you you'll never gain weight? The only downfall is you'll have diarrhea for the rest of your life. Right. And I looked at him and I said, are you fucking kidding me? Like, are you, you're you're serious, right? Yeah. He's like, well, he's like, tell me, what do you eat? So I told him, well, I got my dessert. I got my food. I like my Chinese food. I like my pizza. And he was like, so you could eat all that. You'll not, you'll never gain weight. You have to take a certain amount of vitamins and you'll never go to the bathroom normal again. Right. And that he's like, to me, that's a small price to pay. Right. And I'm, and I'm thinking to myself, this guy's being such a dick, yeah. like really, like really such a prick. And I get it. Cause he's rich and he don't really have to see me. I get it. But dude, I'm coming to you for help. Yeah, and yeah, that's yeah. what you do. Yeah. Like, it, obviously you could see that the sleeve didn't work. Like, come on. Yeah. Like, and not that it didn't work. Right. I also didn't do my part. Also, I didn't. I abused right. it for sure. Right. Right. I did. Yeah, that, I, I, t- I find it, I find it interesting because like being in the experience in the medical field from both being like EMT working in the ER, my dad's a doctor. Like I spent time in medicine and it's like, it is so funny to me of how there are, there are a lot of doctors out that you call it affect, which is like bedside manner. Yeah. And it's like, they may <laughs> be the smartest people in the world, but they have, they're not taught 
bedside manner and how to articulate in a way that is empathetic, respectful, yeah. and like there's a lot of those out there. There's a shit ton of those doctors out. <laughs> you know, my uh, my surgeon who did it, um, who did my surgery, um, you know, when I sat down with him and had my consultation after we passed everything and he we discussed mm -hmm. surgery, right? Um, he he suggested to me, well, I think the gastric sleeve would, would go that way. And then I'm sitting in the, the revision, you know, my revision appointment. And he says to me, who did you choose sleeve? And I said, no, I didn't choose the sleeve. He recommended it to me. He goes, oh, the doctor. Okay. The doctor. He's like, if you, he's like, if you weighed 574 pounds, lost weight, gained it back, and then lost it during the sleeve. He was like, that tells me you should have had the regular gastric bypass all along. He's like, so are you sure you're telling me the truth that you didn't suggest the sleeve or wanted the sleeve? I'm like, dude, I, I, I'm not the surgeon. I'm not the doctor. He's an asshole. Yeah, this yeah. guy's an asshole. See, yeah. And so like a lot of doctors recommend the sleeve. This is, this is a big reason why. A lot of doctors recommend the sleeve because of this reason. A lot of, you know, nine times out of 10, the sleeve just in case is that safety net. Because mm -hmm. you can go back and revise a sleeve. You can turn a, a sleeve into a bypass, into a right. switch. You Correct. can't, once you get bypassed, once you get switched, if you, you can't fuck that up, you lose that, that chance. We'll call it a chance for a second. You lose that chance there. That's it. You're done. Like, right. there's, no, you, there's not enough in you to change anything Correct. around, right. but for him to come at your neck like that, that shit, that just shit just blows me out of the fucking water. Like yeah. I I, this is and why then, I don't like people. No. And then I, and then I got <laughs> lost for a little while. And then, uh, you know, in the middle of all this, I actually started, I literally just started talking to Allie. Right. Who the people that don't know Ali is my girlfriend and she's Allie's part of the a great social girl. media. Yeah, she's, she's part of the social media fantastic. community. Um, but um I started talking to her and you know, got into that happy phase again. And right. my mm -hmm. my well being just fell off the face of the earth. You know, all my healthy stuff that I wanted to do, it just went out the window. And not just for me, for her too, you know, but again, you, you can't play the blame game there because it you're doing it together. You right. know what I mean? Of course. So um it wasn't until after we had went on vacation and I needed two plane seats and yeah. I knew that going into it, right. That I, I sat there on the plane and I'm thinking to myself, like pissed you, you got, I got on this mm -hmm. fucking table. I got cut on and I'm still asking for a seatbelt extender. Yeah. I still don't sit comfortably in these seats. Yeah. What the fuck are you I doing? I can't even, I, yeah. Yeah. So when we came back from Florida, is when I decided to just like lay down in bed and I went through down the wormhole of Instagram and that's when I found Noah. Noah's the man. So for those that don't know Noah, that's Transformational Truth on uh, Instagram. Noah's a fantastic guy, has a fantastic story. I hope to have him on the show in the near future. But um, yeah, I mean, I know that, you know, he, Noah really helped turn you around. Oh, you know, shit, I, I look at Noah's post, excuse me. I look at Noah's posts about you. I, I, I see the post that you make about Noah. Mm -hmm. I, I can see that real connection that, you know, one hand helping the other. And I think that it's amazing. And, and Noah has changed and really seriously has changed some serious lives out there. So yeah. I'm glad to see that you, you found that help. But before we move on to you and, and Noah's story, I do really want to ask you something. Um, sure. If you had the opportunity mm -hmm. to, um, talk to a doctor who's not a jerk off. Mm -hmm. Would you ever think about having the revision done? If you were talked to like a human being, you weren't you weren't talked to as a you know another paycheck, and you know set it as an example as a bad example of what not to do. If if a doctor really said, okay, Ryan, listen, this is what we have to do. You're going to have a revision. This is the steps you have to take. 
would you consider it? Would you look the other way? Knowing what you um, know now. Knowing what I know now, I'm going to have to say no. Okay. And, and, and there's reasons for that. Um, <clears throat> the main reason for that is, and you know this, going into surgery, right. they don't fix your brain. They fix right. your stomach. Right. Okay. Now, up until I met Noah and got some proper guidance as to what to do and what not to do, how to substitute things, what not to eat, what I should eat. And actually, it's not really what not to eat. It's when to eat. Right. Okay. Uh, no. I, I have to say no. And for that is because I'm enjoying what I'm doing now. Yes. I'm enjoying it. Mm -hmm. um, if I could have done this before, if I could turn back time and, and if I met Noah back in 2013, 14, I think I would have definitely had a different, a different perspective on it. And I would have had a shot at at least not having to have to get up on that table right. and get cut right. and go through all that bullshit. And, you know, I, I, but I'm, I'm grateful now because I'm getting a second chance to do it. Mm -hmm. um, I just, I don't know if I, no, I wouldn't want to get back up on that table to get cut. Okay. Not unless I was like really, if I was going backwards and I saw that what I was doing here was not working. Right. And I would say, you know what? I need, I need something more severe. Right. 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 No, so, I respect it. I just, I just wanted to know, you know, if it was the doctor that played the role or, you know, life circumstance, that, that's all. But no, no, uh, it, it wasn't, it wasn't that at all. Um, I, the doctor, I could have saw a different, I could have went back to my surgeon. My surgeon was at least nice. Yeah. He just didn't, I feel like me and him, like he didn't really, I you guys didn't click. Honest, you should always also, click with the guy who's going to cut you open. You know what I mean? That, that was number one. But number right. two was, I also wasn't honest, not only with my, with him, but I wasn't honest with myself either. Right. Because I really wasn't, I didn't go into that shit with the right mindset, dude. Mm -hmm. I no. went into that mindset. I went into that surgery with a mindset of, yep, I'll be down in 200 pounds in a year. Like I, without any work being put into it. Right. Cause yeah. And that's, that's one thing that does piss me off is that when people get surgery, you know, other people are like, yeah, well you had surgery. So it's easy. No, no, mm -hmm. no, no, no. That shit's it is by far the yeah. hardest thing I've ever done. You know, this is what I'm doing now. People ask me, they're like, oh, like, how would you do it? How'd you lose 100 pounds? Like, to be honest with you, bro, I'm not suffering. It's, to me, this shit is easy. The surgery yeah. part was fucking hard. Right. Suffering for two weeks without no food. Go, going to, you know, going to family events and, you know, everyone's looking at you because you're still a fucking beached whale and you're only putting, <laughs> you're only yeah. eating like three slices of pepperoni in your phone. Yeah. They're like, yeah, really? So like, yeah. it, it's just, it, it, it fucks with your mind, man. It really yeah. does. Uh, before, before we kind of close the, uh, chapter of the weight loss surgery, um, mm -hmm. how long, I know, I know you said, you know, you, you, uh, you know, you were getting happy and, and whatnot, but when did you really notice that you could take on almost as much food as you could before you had the surgery? Because a lot of people don't realize that your stomach will eventually stretch, your stomach will adapt, and it's up to you to keep up with those good habits, you know, later on down the road. So where, where would that fall for you? I would say within the first, I would say year and a half. Okay. Um, I, I started to know that, oh, wow, like, I could, like if I go to the hibachi spot, because I was living in Lake Grove at the time, so there was a hibachi spot right across the street from where I lived. Um, I noticed the first time I'm sitting there, I'm like, wow, I can actually put a lot more rice down than, than, than I was able to. Right. You know, like, oh, okay. Same thing with pizza. We, if, you know, we got pizza one night, I'd be like, oh, I had two slices. I might be, it, it, it messes with your mind. I yeah. might be able to put another slice down. I'm not too sure. Should I try it? Mm. Yeah. And then, and then, you know what happens later on, you go back to it cause it's sitting there right. and you try it. Right. And that was another thing. I, it would stop me until this day, bro. Till this day, I still have the restriction. 
and I still yeah. have all the symptoms. If I eat something, my nose starts to leak and I start to oh, sneeze. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I get it. And Allie always like, laughs at me about it. She's like, your nose is running. I'm like, yeah, I know. Um, Which is so I, funny to me. It, I, it really I still is. don't understand that. Sweet. I'm full of the Nova. Oh, yeah, you didn't know this? Uh, yeah, please, please All right, so, so when you get bariatric surgery, I don't know why this happens, but yes, this is a real thing. When you get bariatric surgery, the one of the telltales, the, the signs that tell you, okay, you're full, stop eating, your nose starts to run. Yeah. It's the, it's the most wild thing in the world. Like crazy, too, dude. To like this, I need a dude, to this day. Like like yep, this to this day. I'll eat, what? I'll eat yeah. until I'm full and then just. That's so weird. It's so well, it sounds weird. like you have a cold. You're like, yep. the whole like, time. Yeah, the whole yep. time. What? Yeah. yeah. My, in, my in-laws look at me like I'm crazy. Like I'll just be yeah. sniffling after dinner. Like, yeah, yeah. It, it's so weird. It's, and that's, it's weird. That's yeah, interesting. It's, yeah. But it, it also helps because now I'm like, all right, I'm good. But, yeah. it, but if I still, again, now this is, I had this, this is six years ago. I had the surgery mm-hmm. six years forward. I still have a restriction, even Noah's meal plans that he gives me. Mm-hmm. I'll tell him, like, dude, I can only eat yes. one of that. And he's given me a plan mm-hmm. to help me lose weight because someone my size probably should be eating two wraps Way with more, chicken. Yeah. Exactly. And, and, and I'm like, dude, like, and he'll say to me, like, you really need the fat, though. You got to get that in. I'm like, you know what? And I tell him all the time, I'm just not going to fucking eat it. I'm not, I don't want it. And he's like, all right, see how you feel. Go with your body. I'm like, you're damn right I'm going to go with my body. I'm not going <laughs> to stuff myself to fucking oblivion until I'm sitting there and I have yeah. to fucking pull my pants down. I'm sitting there with my fucking belly hanging out. Like, I don't want to do that. I just don't oh, want to do it. Oh, of course. Yeah. And, so and I, I found that hard when I first started seriously lifting too. When I was trying to get in like carbs, when I was you know allowed to actually eat rice again, Steve would turn around and be like, all right, well, so you need to have this many carbs. I'm like, bro, you need to relax. Like I can't physically cannot take in you that. Need 480 right. grams of carbs. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, let's so make day. it 275. It, dude. And that's like, I would have like, let's name a deal. Like, you know, name that price. And yeah, but it, people don't realize. But anyway, so um, I appreciate you actually opening up about um, that whole end, you know, that other end that we really don't get to hear about, about sure. uh, bariatric surgery. You know, we hear a lot of success stories and no one ever likes to say, hey, I failed at something. I appreciate that you're able to look everybody in the eye and say, hey, this is what I did. You know, yeah. um, I'm a better man because I failed. You know, I, I know why I failed and, you know, X, Y, and Z is the reason why. And, and I went back and I corrected those ways. A mm-hmm. lot of people, they, they fail, dude, and they'll look at themselves in the mirror and think, ah, I'm not a failure. And then they'll just quit. No. They'll just, they just say, all right, that's it. No more. It didn't work. Now, question for you, because I feel like you, you, you remind me of someone else that's been on the podcast in the past. You're a huge empath, aren't you? What do you mean? As in you wear, you wear your emotions on your sleeve? Yeah. So uh, Allie says this to me all the time. <laughs> if, um, so it, it, it depends on, like, I guess what, you're, what you mean. But I'll give you an example. If you're having a shitty day and I come at you and I ask you a question and you give me an attitude, I feed right off of it and I'm going to yeah, give you man. a fucking attitude. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's why me and Ryan are, me and Ryan are so much alike. It's and I, and I honestly don't care. Yeah. Why you had your bad day. Yep. <laughs> not come at me. Exactly. Just be nice to me. I'm trying to be nice yeah, to you. Because if you don't, if you don't, and you want to go down that way and you want to make me fucking roar, <laughs> that's fine. It's the Italian in us. I swear to God, that, that's, that's literally fine. what it is. Because you'll get it and you'll okay. get it 10 times fucking worse. So yep. go ahead. Yep. So <laughs> Ryan's a piece of shit, guys. No. <laughs> um, don't have a bad day around Ryan. Um, so tell me more about you actually connecting to Noah, um, you know, joining his program and, and all, everything that he has you doing as far as the eating that you're doing. Because 
I, I've seen the things that you get to eat and I've seen the meal plans that Noah gives you and I get jealous sometimes. And I'm just like, wow, my man eating good. You know, um, when I found Noah, I didn't think that he would respond to me because right. he had so many fucking followers. And I Googled him just like if I'm gonna, if I'm gonna talk to you or, well, I, I Googled him just to see what he was about because it's a nutritionist on there, right? So I'm like, right. let me do my homework a little bit before I decide to like go through with this. And I saw that he was in men's health you know, he was on YouTube all over the place. And I also saw that he has a Netflix documentary coming out. And I was like, oh, shit. I'm like, yeah, but this fucking guy's not going to message me back. Like, he's got over 200,000 followers. Like, he responded to me. I messaged him, dude, at like 3 in the morning. He responded to me. Now, I fell asleep. But in because he's where he is, he's in Bali. Yeah. It's literally a 12-hour time difference. So 3 o'clock here was 3 o'clock in the morning here was 3 o'clock over in the afternoon for him. So he messaged me back right away. I didn't see it. The next morning I wake up, I see his message, and we get to talking. And at that time, um, at that time, we were in the, uh, now it's the middle of, it's this year, so it's the middle of the pandemic, right? And he was very, very, um, very, very honest with me mm -hmm. and literally stuck his hand out and said, dude, if you are having money issues, if you're having this, Cause I gave him, he asked me for my story. I told him my story. He said, if you're having money issues, don't worry about that right now. Let me help you. I said, okay. And, and honestly, if anybody at that point, because of the way I was feeling was willing to like stick their neck out or just, you know, give me their hand, yeah. I, I'm going to take it because dude, I was at a wit's end. Yeah. Like I, I was afraid to step on the scale up until I started the program, but Noah, I wouldn't get on that fucking scale. Right. Wouldn't do it. Right. I wouldn't do it. And, uh, you know, I, I started with him. He made me wait. He said to me, uh, I'm going to do something because he's like, I, I, you know, he was like, not that I want to give you your last hurrah. He's like, but we're going to start this on Monday. And I was like, well, what am I going to eat now? And he was like, don't worry about it. I don't want to know what you're eating right now. We'll start Monday. I'm like, yeah. All right. So in my head, and I'm sure everybody does this when then if they're <laughs> going to go on a diet, I'm going to eat what the fuck I want. Ah, I knew you were about to say that. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm going to eat what the fuck I want. And, and right. I talk and dirty, that, talk dirty to me though. Tell exactly. me what you're eating. Tell me what well, you're eating. I, and, here, and here's where it gets sad because here's where the restriction comes in. I couldn't put it away. Okay, <laughs> My yep. last meal before getting on the program with Nova was fucking Subway. Yeah. Because I, yeah, because, dude, I had pizza and I had a slice and a half. When I had wings with my pizza, I was able to fit three wings. So, again, there goes that, the restriction is still there, which I'm very thankful for. I'm very thankful for that because if I didn't have that restriction, bro, I would probably be worse than what I, when I started out. Right. It's, it's so fascinating. Cause, cause again, like this, this goes to show you, I'm, I'm excited. Like how we're going to title this episode. It's going to be fun. I'm, I'm cause obviously I'm going to put your name, but like when I, when I sit here and type out the summary a little bit, it, I think it's going to be so powerful to say like how it's awesome. It, all right. It's uh Joe Rogan. So Joe Rogan's quote, this is my, like one of my favorite things. He's like, he's like, you know what? We all love the, the underdog story. We all love the, the underdog story of someone who came from nothing and built it to everything. But you know what I love? I love the story of a man who had it all, fucked it all up, and then brought <laughs> it back. Yeah. And yeah. so, like, the same thing here, which is, like, I love the fact that you failed the surgery because it's going to be fun to see your, tran like your full transact like transition into – to where you're going to be because then it's going to be like, it's going to show a point to everyone within the, 
all the narcissists within the anti-gastric bypass surgery space are going to be mm-hmm. like, well, you should be a surgery. And it's like, uh, yeah, that's not how it works as you no. can see yeah. from him. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it's no. And, and I actually had someone message me the day, um, because she saw, um, some, some surgery shaming and it's fucked up, man. It, it really is. Oh, it's, it's terrible. really, it's really shitty. Yeah. You know, because like I said, it's the hardest thing I've ever done. This yeah. to me with, with Noah's plan is cake. Yeah. And if I, again, if I knew what I knew now back then, I would have an easier time for sure. Right. Just, and, and, and even with Noah's plan, like I said, I eat half of what I, what he tells me to, to you know, to, what he tells me to eat because I can't eat more of it. You know what I mean? Right. You know, he so, tells me. So, uh, so what does he have you doing? Like he's just, he's supplying you with a meal plan grocery list every week. Um, is he telling you, you know, Ryan, I want you to try to, you know, walk two miles, you know, three days a week. Like, what does he have you? Um, so the walking didn't start until he gave Allie her plan. Um, he wasn't going to have me walk at all. He was like, dude, I just want you to get your eating down and then we'll worry about exercising after I'm like, okay. But once Allie came on board, um, she, he wanted her to walk because obviously she's a lot smaller than I am. And I was like, dude, I can walk. You know, I'm not immobile. Like I can walk. And he was like, all right, if you can walk, you don't have, he's like, I'm not telling you to walk a marathon. Give me 20 minutes and, and, you know, do it like three times a week. I'm like, all right, whatever. So what he does is every Thursday we have a call. So even though tomorrow is my birthday, um, mm-hmm. I'm, it's actually about an hour before I'm actually going out to dinner tomorrow night. So I'm going to have my call. So every Thursday we have a call. He asks me how my week goes, you know, how my week has been, anything that I'm going through, I need to talk to him about. And then he asks me about my food. How did I enjoy the food? Did I switch anything up? Did I substitute anything? And then he'll ask me, what are you feeling next week? Give me some ideas. I'm like, okay, so I'll give him some ideas. But what he does is if I say to him, you know, dude, I'm really craving like Spanish rice with like a chicken cutlet or something. He'll say, okay, I'll work that into the plan. Right. And I'm like, okay, how about dessert wise? What are you feeling? I'm like, I really like Nutella. All right, give me, you know, let me, let me work that in. Okay, cool. And he'll come back to me. And again, because of the time difference, I'll go to sleep and then he'll shoot me a, a message on WhatsApp at three in the morning yeah. here. And I'll wake up in the morning and I'm like, oh, we got my meal plan. But it's only, it's only one day meal plan. That's it. So it's literally, I eat that for six days straight. Oh, I got you. Okay. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. 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 I was now, like, I was like, that's a lot of work. No, no, no. It's, it's, okay. I eat it six days. Sense. I eat it six days straight. And the, and the reason for that. Breakfast, lunch, dinner, dessert. No. Lunch snack, dinner, pre-bed snack, because I'm okay. intermittent fasting. Gotcha. Okay. Cool. Now, intermittent fasting for me is a little bit different because I'm a nighttime eater. Me too. Sound like a fucking shark. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm a night feeder. Ball, yeah. Ball. Um, <laughs> um, ball, ball. No, I agree. No, I, and, and dude, every night around mm-hmm. like 12, o'clock, I'll have Greek yogurt with protein yep. powder and like chocolate chips. Yep. And, you know, I'm sitting in front of the fucking TV eating my, you know, watching Netflix. Allie's asleep. And I just have my little alone time and Listen, it's better than eating fucking. Bro, I live for that. What you just said right now, I live for that. Wait, I thought I thought if you ate after eleven o'clock, it automatically turned into fat. No, seven. So I literally just had this argument with my father-in-law before we got on here. Bro, this this shit is hysterical, dude. I was like, I was like, I will show you articles right now. There is no, your body has no idea what time it is or when you eat. Are you what? This stuff is not at all. How how people come up with this outlandish stuff that has zero, just none, no merit at all. Zero. Nope. You yeah. don't have carbs at night, man. And the carbs know what time it is. 
so intermittent fasting can go and I, I'm sure you guys know about intermittent fasting and oh, like yeah, the windows I do, and stuff, I do it right? myself. Right. So if I eat the yogurt, as, let's say 1230, I will really try to hold off. Now he doesn't have me doing the 16 hour thing. He's like, yeah, don't do that. You're not doing eight sixteen. No, he'll be, he'll say to me, like, try to do anywhere from 10 to 12 and then we'll, we'll go from there. And the reason for that is because he feels like I'm going to, I'm going to fall off. And truthfully, I feel like I'm going to fall off that too. If I do it, if I just jump into 16, I'm going to fucking die. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, it's, it's, it's so interesting when I, when I first did intermittent fasting, because actually what's, what's, what's fascinating to me is my first, my first 60 pounds, mm-hmm. I would say from 410 to 360, 350. Right. Um, it was carb cycling and it was five meals a day. That's what I was doing. I was doing the every two to three hour meal thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it's funny to me because science guy is coming out. So science guy, just put just, you know, science, science hat is on. Yeah. Um, so if you're not a science guy, you're going to not listen to this. Um, so it's fascinating. So because the, for the longest time back in like the seventies, they came out with the, they did the studies on, Oh wow. When you eat food, your metabolism boosts because it has to take energy to burn the food, right. like to burn the food. So the, the hypothesis was if you eat smaller meals more continuously, you're boosting your, your metabolic calories. rate yeah. and you're and burning so all day, burning more calories. And that's how it started back in the seventies. The issue is coming into the nineties, and early two thousands. Now they're looking at the, the full increment of that data and What's interesting is the metabolic boost is proportionate to the amount of food you're eating. Right. So whether you you eat 2000 calories in one meal or you eat 2000 calories in six meals, the metabolic boost is the same. Yeah. So if you're a grazer, guess what? Graze. If you're like a person like me, I like, I like two to three big hearty meals a day. Mm-hmm. That's what I, that's what I am pivoting to. Cause I, I was white knuckling the five meals a day. I didn't enjoy it. Um, and so I personally intermittent fasting and, and bigger meals. That's what I like to do too. So, you know, what's funny, Ryan, I eat a lot like you eat right now. Um, I would never say I eat intermittent fast, but I guess I really do. I'll fast anywhere between, um, 12 to 15 hours, but I always, 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 I'm always eating at night. There's nothing that'll stop me ever. I don't give a shit. I, t- I told him the same until thing. I, until I make me. you do a five day fast. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. But that, that's something totally different. But that's a, <laughs> you know, that's a, that's a set thing. But I'm saying there's nothing in the world that would ever be like, no, you, you, I, and I told my trainer this, I told doctors this all going through my process, all working out, dude, I eat at night. I don't get hungry until nighttime. I don't know what it is. And it, it's just how I am. So I look forward every day. Do you want to know the science? No, fuck off. <laughs> I look forward every day to my two bags of Quest chips and my Netflix. Dude, I don't care. It's 130 calories a bag and I'm going to fucking enjoy both bags, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I, I told Noah that when, I, when we started this. I said to him, I'm a night eater. Yeah. I was like, and he's like, what do you eat at night? And I was honest with him. I said, I eat two huge bowls of Fruity Pebbles with regular yeah. milk. Got to be cold. I was telling him, I sound, I felt like I was sick telling him that because I was like yeah. getting aroused as I was yeah. telling him. And he's like, <laughs> he's like, all right. Um, he's like, well, we're not going to eat the cereal because it's not doing anything for you. All right. And uh, I was like, okay. And then he wasn't having me eating the yogurt at first. Now the yogurt is like a part of my thing. Like every week I'll be like, you want to eat different dessert? And I'm like, just give me the fucking yogurt with the protein powder. Like I love it. 100%. I love it, dude. I, love I, it. I Greek yogurt, Danon light and fit Greek yogurt with some like fruit or you can do a lot with it. It is clean. Yeah. Yeah. It, no, and, this, it, and it doesn't taste like you're, it tastes good. 
No, I, I actually put it on my story yesterday. Uh, the GNC Chips Ahoy Ghost. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. I heard Ghost is really good. They're dude, a great brand. I take 1.5 scoops, uh, one, sorry, 1.5 cups of Greek yogurt, uh, okay. plain non-fat, yeah. one scoop of that protein powder. And that protein powder, it clumps up inside the Greek yogurt. So it actually forms like kind of like crunchy. Mm-hmm. It's got actual chocolate chips in there. Add a few more milk chocolate chips to that. Add two tablespoons of peanut butter. Dude, I'm telling you right now, <laughs> it, it turns into like a mousse when you mix it all up. I'm going to try I'm that. Sitting, it's so fucking good. And I said to him, he's like, well, how about the rice cakes? I'm like, fuck off with the rice cakes. Just give me the Greek yogurt. <laughs> yeah. I like my bowl. Fuck I off think, with the rice cakes. But I also think that, and, you know, if I think about it in actuality, I think it's more the fact that holding, and this is going to sound weird, but holding the bowl yeah. as I'm sitting there on the couch watching my show or oh, watching my movie or whatever. It's a different high. Yeah. No. I, it's, I, yeah. It's, a, it's a high for sure. Yeah. Yeah. But it's my high. I'm not hiding it. Right. I'm not eating cereal. I'm not eating fucking Fruity Pebbles. I'm not eating Golden Grams. Mm-hmm. I'm not eating any of that sugary shit. I'm eating what was instructed to me. I'm just eating it at a certain time. And when I do eat that normally, I actually try to hold off the next day. I won't eat till like 12. Yeah, I understand. You know? But what he does let me do, which is weird, he will let me have coffee in the morning with sugar-free creamer. Oh, well, yeah, that's, that's probably that's why. Not, that's not going to affect you. Yeah, because it's not going to it's not going to uh, break right. anything. Yeah. And I thought it was, and he said to me, "That's not going to break your fast. You can have yeah. coffee." Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. the first, I wasn't agreeing to the fasting until I said, "Dude, I'm going to get fucking headaches." And he was like, "Don't worry about it. Have the coffee." I'm like, "Okay." He's like, right. "Just one cup." Yeah. And that'll hold you off. But you know this: if you drink coffee, John, what happens? You get fucking well, depends. full. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. All and the then time. Then you got to take a yeah. shit afterwards. So yeah, that, yeah. that's exactly <laughs> well, what happens. You're lucky. You could shit. I don't shit. Well. I, I uh, wish no, I no, no. shit. No, if I uh, if but, I have to, I got to drink coffee and then and no, it well, for sure. I need way more than that. But um, <laughs> I, we've talked no, about my shitting I, enough on this podcast. I tell you what, question for you. So like, sure. so going into the situation you are now, how long you been with Noah? Um, I've been with Noah. Let's see. This is I've been with Noah since April, the end of April. Okay. Oh, cool. Okay. What What makes this different? What, what makes, cause how, how much are you down now? With I am with down Noah? 102 pounds. With Noah, 102 pounds. pounds. Two, 102 okay. pounds. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Since April. Pounds. Since April. Yeah. Let's go. And what, honestly, like, cause I think it's important. I, I love where you are in this, in, in this podcast too. Cause it's been fun, like having you back and all of a sudden I'm down 210. I'm going yeah. to, it'll be, it'll be <laughs> fun to, what makes this different? Like, honestly, you have, you had surgery. You, you, you did Weight Watchers lost 100, you had surgery lost 100, and mm-hmm. now you're at this position where it feels, it looks different. What makes this different? Um, life in general. Now, when, when I say that, um, listen, we're still in this pandemic shit. The world is not the same as we all know it, okay? Mm-hmm. But what makes it different is, and when I say life, I mean everything about it. Now, I don't have a job right now. You both know that. I lost my job to the pandemic. Okay. I loved my job. My job was fantastic. I made decent money and I'm going to say it out. I I didn't really do anything. Yeah. 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 Um, that was taken away from me, but I, I'm with someone that I love and care for very, very, very much. And I can openly say that she, I will get married again. I will say that. That's awesome. But I, it's everything that falls into place, which is why it makes it different. You know, someone could be like I was before. I had a shitty, not that it was shitty, but towards the end, it was a shitty marriage. I was very unhappy. I was unsure. How long were you married? 
I was married for five years with her for okay. seven. Okay. Um, it, it, it just, it didn't work out. We, and not that she's a bad person. It just, just didn't work out. We're very two different, two very different people. Right. And just, you know, it is what it is. But um, when you're, when you're not happy with yourself, right. You know, which is why I put on the weight with the, with the surgery, me and her were arguing, we just didn't see eye to eye. She was gaining weight. I was gaining weight from the frustration and the stress eating. But to answer David's question, again, it's life. It's everything that comes full circle. Mm-hmm. Your happiness, no matter if it's your family, your girlfriend, your wife, whatever the case may be, it's your happiness. Right. Yeah. And it's got to do with what's in here because, and, and what's in your heart. Yeah. You know, food will always be there. It'll always be there. But what makes it different this time is the fact that, one is I know that what I'm doing is working. Right. So it, it proved me, you know, it, it proved to me that there, there, there are other ways to do this besides getting cut open. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, but to do it the right way. Yeah. Number two, I was worried or listening to people about losing weight. You have to work out. Not necessarily true because for the first three months I didn't work out at all, which I will have to. Yes. But I knew deep down I needed to get my eating and habit, my eating down first before going to the gym and working out. Yeah. Because it wasn't, I, dude. I, going to the gym, working out, and then going to McDonald's doesn't doesn't, it doesn't do anything. Doesn't do anything for me, right? So, doing it the right way—that's number two. Number three would be the weight loss community. Again, I was part of it before, but nowhere near is the way I am with it now. Right. And every morning I wake up. That's the first thing I do is mm-hmm. to get my motivation yep. and to see other people trying to kick me in the ass. It doesn't always work. I'm not, it's not every single day. I'm going to be real with you guys. It's not every fucking day. So right. sometimes I look at you guys profiles and I'm like, Oh fuck these guys. Like, <laughs> I'm oh, yeah. going somewhere. It, it's not every day, but oh, yeah. it, it, the weight loss community is a huge part. And I'm grateful that I met someone like Noah. Cause honestly, like I said before, if I didn't, you know, but I also want to say too, that it's the food. That's also very, very different from what I'm eating, but I'm actually eating stuff that I enjoy. Mm-hmm. Right. You know wait, what I mean? Wait, wait, you can, you can eat stuff that you enjoy just in a different dynamic and lose weight. I was told you have to eat egg whites for every meal. I got yeah. an egg intolerance. So fuck that. And, and, and if you're not eating meat every single meal, you're not carnivore. And if you're not carnivore, you can't lose weight. That's and you might as well just go OMAD because everyone loves OMAD. Yeah, well, no, Gourmet goes so mad, and I, I don't know how the fuck he does that, but uh, <laughs> I would, I would, do oh, it, I would kill somebody. Oh, man. No, I, I bought a box of Malamars, oh. and I will say that whole thing, and I bought them yesterday, bro. Now, here's the big difference. You ready? Bought them yesterday. Me, before meeting Noah and doing all this before that oh, box. Oh, they're gone already. Gone. Yeah, caught. I still have a full box up there. Allie had one. I had one. That's, that's awesome. That's, that's awesome. So, to me, that says a lot. So you're looking, have... you're looking at food just so differently today. Because it's always going to be there, bro. Mm-hmm. It's well, you didn't know that beforehand. You know what I'm saying? I, I kind of did. I just didn't give a fuck, and I wanted it because it made me feel good. You may have known it, but you didn't want to accept it. You follow That's what I'm saying? Denial is a yeah. big part. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. That, that would be why it's different. You, oh. And again, you have to – and also, oh, I will say this, and I'm very big on this. I found my why. Okay, cool. Why Let's I hear it. I do this. My why is, one is, obviously, I want to be around longer. Right. Okay? Number two is, I want to feel better. Right. Number three, I have goals. I want to work. I want to be with Allie. So I found actually more than one why. Right. But you have to, when you find that, you have to basically be able to relate it to your past. 
and why you do the way, why you do the things that you do mm -hmm. in order to get to where you are. And you have to understand it. And if you don't understand it, you got to try to. If you do understand it and you want to go back to the dark shit, you have to tell it to go fuck off and that this Hell is yeah. the way it is now and move on. I love That's that. the way it is. I absolutely love that. Anything you'd like to add, science guy? So in what context? Oh, anything. I just haven't heard uh, you peep in a little bit. No, I, I love, I mean, it's, it's interesting to me because a couple of different, it, I, I had the, I was about to, what I call peel the onion, um, which is you say you want to live longer, define longer. I just, right. I'm intrigued. Give me, longer, give me than the, <laughs> longer than the age of what the doctor actually told me that. And I what was that? What was that age? The, the age, sorry, my phone went off. The oh, age yeah. was, uh, well, Last year, uh, one of my doctors told me, you're not going to be able to see the age of 35 the way you keep going after you had surgery. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, okay. So what do you want now? What, like you say longer. So give me, give me yeah, a What number. is longevity for you? What is longevity for you? First of all, anybody who says, oh, well, you know, he died at 61. He left, he led a good life. Go fuck yourself. Cause 61 yeah, is too young. 75 is too young. I want to yeah. live till I'm at least 80, 90. Okay. That'd be great okay. for me. And then, but, you, and then your second one was... You said healthy, right? You say healthy. I want to do it yeah. healthy. Yes. And I want okay, to so what healthy. Is, what yeah. define health? Is, is six pack abs healthy? What is to your honest, definition it's, it's of healthy? Great. I'm never going to have abs, but it's okay. That's fine. 100%. I would say, I would say for most people, especially if they're you're not going to, yeah, they're not going yeah. to. And no. it's not necessarily I, healthy. No, I, I, again, listen, healthy to me is no, to me, it's, I should say healthy mindset because. <laughs> I could, again, you could be healthy. I could be healthy as a fucking horse. It was what, what I'm putting in my body. So what I mean by healthy is I want to continue to eat this way forever. That's just what I want because I feel good eating it. You know what I mean? Eating pizza is great, sure. But if I have more than what I'm supposed to have, I feel like shit. Right. Okay. But if I have a piece of grilled chicken and some rice and I decide, hmm, I want to go back for some more rice, it's not going to kill me and I'm not going to feel like shit. Right. You know what I mean? Quality, if I have not some quantity. Vegetables at it, correct. Mm -hmm. So that's what I mean by it's a healthy mindset, man. You just got to have it. That's all. Yeah. Cause it's, cause it's interesting. Cause it's like, I, my DMS, I always, it's not, I always get to the position of people don't set high expectations for themselves or high goals and hit them. Most people set very, very, very small intentions, small goals, and they hit them. And so like, that's, that's yeah. the big issue. And so my DMS are full of, um, I want to lose weight and I'm like, go take a shit. You just lost yeah. weight. Congratulations. Yeah. Is that what you want? Like, what do you actually yeah. want? Like right. that? Let's, let's get some substance here. I want to be happy. Yeah. Well, what does it mean to be happy? Like, let's get some substance here because How, I, we always, <laughs> we always tend to oversimplify very and over ambiguously do these things because it, it feels good, but it's like, what does that actually mean? Okay. Oh, yeah. so, so for an example, if someone says, well, I, you know, I want to, I want to lose weight. Okay. Why do you want to lose weight? Well, again, you just, I just, I just want to be happy. I want to do it. Through. How about the fact that you can barely fit into your car? How's that? Right. Does that work yeah. for you? Yeah. You know, how about the fact that when you, you're having a hard time in your car, which, you know, you're sitting in there and look like you're sitting in a matchbox and you can't put the seatbelt on, mm -hmm. you know, Been there, or, done that. or getting embarrassed if you're, I don't know, I, I, like, see to me, I'm, I'm now I'm getting a little older, so I probably will never go. Um, Six Flags. You know, I knew the, he was going to say I've, roller coaster. I've done, the walk, like, yes. I've done the fucking walk of shame and it yeah. sucks. You know, no, 100%. Um, 
quick, quick story, really quick. Go ahead. Um, I went to Six Flags. I almost died, by the way. See, it always this. happens at Six Flags, man. Well, I almost died. I went on the Screen Machine. You guys remember the Screen Machine? Yeah. Well, he's from had, Michigan. And oh, yeah. I, Michigan, I, you don't have it. But over here in Jersey, Cedar Point. <laughs> they have a fucking, they used to have a Screen Machine that had seven loops. Yeah. Okay. And at the time, I was pushing almost 500. The thing, you know, the lock comes down over your shoulders like this. Right. But because I was so large this way, it only came to like right here and it stopped. So there was a young kid that was like, you know, getting everybody into the carts and I'm sitting there. Now my two cousins are behind me. They're significantly smaller than I am. They're sitting by me and they're laughing hysterically, but they're also like, dude, are you locked in? And the thing was up here. Now the handles, the handles supposed to be here. So you could hold them here. They were up here for me. So that means I had some wiggle room here. So oh, if yeah. this thing latched up, I would have been dead. And the guy came over and he's like, how you feel? And I was only, I was sitting by myself. There was nobody next to me. And I'm like, oh, I'm great. Cause I just wanted to ride it. And I honestly didn't want to get up and fucking be embarrassed. Mm -hmm. I, hell no. There was tons of people on the line. If yeah. I got up, I would have been so embarrassed. So I, I went through with it. And when I went on this fucking thing, you know how many times upside down, the thing almost latched up. Oh. And when I got off the ride, <laughs> yes. when I got off the ride, I, you know what? I think my cousin has a picture of it because they take the picture when you go up. Um, he, I got off the ride and he says to me, there's no fucking way I was calling your mother telling her that she lost her son on the fucking <laughs> Great American Screen Machine. Yeah. I'm not doing that. We are here at, Red, at, uh, at, Six, at Flags. Six Flags and a 400-pound man hit three yeah. little children as you get launched out of <laughs> Yeah, yeah. No, he was like, please don't. And then after that, I went on the free throw, which just drops you. And when then you I dropped. <laughs> dude, and you know, and you know what happened? I yeah. dislo I dislocated something in my back really, really bad. Really? And when I went to the doctor, yeah, he said it's because of your weight. I was like, beautiful. Yeah. So again, it, but it's it's what you like you said, it's what you really want. Mm -hmm. I would like to if you want to extend it, I would like to be able to not shop, which I still have to sometimes, shop at DXL. You know, I, 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 when I started this, I was a 6X. Now I'm fitting into, bro, this shirt right here is a 4X to 4X. Oh, that's so, cool. yeah, so I'm slowly, you know, I'm working my way down, depending on the cuts of the shirts, but it's yeah. certain things that you want. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And well, that's I, way, I, I, oh, yeah, I, I was just saying, that, and that's where, this is where I, I kind of convey the message of the why, because the why often seems so ambiguous to most people. Yeah. It's like, a lot of people get in this position, whatever it is, weight loss, starting a business, whatever it is, go to school. Well, what is your why, man? And it turns into this spiritual, like sensationalist kind of thing. And it's like, people, you got to know your why. Okay. Well, what do you mean by know your my, why? My chakras are aligned. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> it's like chakras right here. Coach. Yeah. I always kind of convey it as how will your life be more beneficial, will feel better, will get more pleasure and how is your life going to be less painful? Because like the pains of dealing with these things sucks. Right. And so that's, that, that's how I tend to explain the why is this pain and pleasure balance of how is your life going to be pleasurable? Like me yesterday, being able to go to Von Mauer and these nice ass uh, uh, stores with my mom and go try on clothes and decide, does this better, does this look better in an XL or a large on me? Right. And, and it's like, it's, it, I can go into anywhere except for the issue now is it's, it's actually kind of funny. I went from only being able to go to DXL cause I was just so fat 
to then I could go to anywhere because I was very normal sized. And mm-hmm. now I'm in a position where my chest to waist ratio is getting, cause I'm just getting so <laughs> yeah, big dude. that like, now I have to get custom shirts because or I have to get like an X, I have to get a XL, but taper at the waist. Cause now my, my, my shoulder to waist ratio is getting so, mm. so weird, but, um, but it just, it just feels good. Not having to go to DXL. <laughs> right. But that, but see, that's, again, that's another why mm-hmm. it, yeah, it's exactly. not as, but it, it's down the list. You have a list of whys. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Why, what's the most important to you? And what do you want to get to eventually? Mm-hmm. It, it's still important, but what do you want to get to eventually? See, like Ryan just said, I feel like you're, you should definitely have, you know, a, a nice list of, you know, multiple whys. But what I also tell people is your, your main why, like the why should supplement your, your long-term goal, the big picture. Right. But you should have, so like the, the big picture, the long-term goal is the thing that you want forever, right? Mm-hmm. That's your ultimate spot. Yes. But in order to get to that ultimate spot, you have to break down those goals, that, that one singular goal into smaller goals, right? So you have yes. to, you should also have your short-term goals. I, I love short-term goals, man. And that's where I came up with the whole, the gains in between thing, because you're always going to need those short-term goals in order to build that bigger picture. Like right. I tell you guys in the ALG community all the time, you know, Rome wasn't built in a day, but they laid bricks by the hour. You know what I'm saying? Yes. It's that same mentality. It's that, you know, you have to take step one and from step one, you go to step two, step two to step three. You don't go three to seven because it just doesn't work that way. Right. You know what I mean? There's Absolutely. a systematic order of everything. So if you have that big picture, you have that big why, well, what are those little things? What are those little whys? What are those little things that you can accomplish, those small goals that are going to get you to that big final big place? Now, I personally don't think that for me that this journey has an ending that's just me. I think that the journey is, is lifelong. It's forever. Um, you but, get to a nice place. Oh yeah. You definitely get to a nice place. Absolutely. No, without you know. a doubt. But you know, you'd have to have that big picture. You have to have that something that you really, really want and that right. way to get there. Mm-hmm. Correct. It's that finite to it where I, th- I think that's uh, going off of that. What you just said, I think is so important is like whether you need to aspire to something. So it's like, so for example, you may not be there. This is where I'm a firm believer in that, where it's like, for me, it was two pounds a week for 50 plus pounds before I even thought about anything outside of that. And I didn't think about writing a book. I didn't think about doing a bodybuilding show. I didn't think about, I didn't think about excess skin removal surgery. I was just like two pounds a week, two pounds a week, but I'm intrigued because this is just, this is our podcast and I can ask any question I want. Does that feel good? I did that a couple weeks ago. Does that feel fucking great? Outside of weight loss, outside of health, what is something you're aspiring to have in your life? Oh, aside from health, honestly, I would like for, well, you know, what we were talking about before, the whole RV thing. Yeah. Personally, I I don't want an RV. I'd rather Ellie and I get a house together. Okay. That's, that's what I really do want um, because the RV thing just scares the fuck out of me. <laughs> it, it really does, yeah. you know, um, and the fact that I might be getting a job, you know, she wasn't too, you know, normally like, you know, girls would be like, oh, you got it. You're getting a job, baby. She's like, that's great. If you get, it. I would never tell you to turn it down, but I'm kind of ruining my dreams of traveling. <laughs> I want to live in an RV. I'm like, and she's laughing over here. Yeah. Can I, can I make 200 grand and we get, we buy like a nice RV and yeah. then like go on vacation? Yeah. 
Yeah. Right. <laughs> no, no, no. And in all seriousness, no, she, she'd be happy if I got this job. Like she really would. Mm-hmm. Um, and if it does though, if it does go the other route where we have to do the RV, I, I'm not, listen, as scared as I am to do that. Cause again, I'm not handy at all. Yeah. Like I'll fix your laptop or whatever the fuck you need me to do. But when it comes to cars or anything like that, or me getting on my hands and knees and getting underneath this fucking thing or getting on the roof, I'm going to shit myself. Yeah. So <laughs> I just rather not. Um, but if, if it's something that we have to do and we want to do, then I'll do it too. But my, my, one of my goals is to, is for Allie and I to actually have our own house. But I know if we're going to do that, it's going to, it's not going to be in New York. That's the okay. only thing. And that's what pains me because my family's here. Right. You know, no, I understand. 100%. It could be Michigan. Could be. I don't know. I don't know if I can deal with the Michigan people over there. David. My I mean, summer house is going to be in Michigan one day. You heard oh, it here, folks. We, we just you got heard it here first, on. folks. You got it's gonna be right next to my beach house. Yeah, exactly. My, my neighbor, my neighbor's looking at selling this. His, it's like <laughs> probably you could you could probably get it from from like eight hundred grand if you want it right now. Seriously, that's it. Probably eight hundred. Really? That's like a fucking shithole in Long Island. That's oh, not even like. This is a beach house on Lake Michigan. It's probably yeah, you know, it's. Nah, bro. Michigan, nah, bro. Nah, bro. Bro, like 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 you can real estate in Michigan is so awesome for the most part. Um, as always your, your places like Ann Arbor sucks and stuff. And, but, um, outside of that, I mean, you can get, you can get a Probably gorgeous get a house, house. And wine dance for 800. Bro, you can get a gorgeous 4,500 square foot house, all stainless steel appliances for 350 grand. You know, you know what I'm thinking? I'm thinking anywhere besides New York is, is going to be fucking fantastic. That's exactly what it sounds like to me. <laughs> yeah, 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 Exactly yeah. what it sounds like. No, it's true. No, it's very true. Um, we just, Ryan, we just live in a terrible state where they make you pay for everything. Property taxes are just absolutely insane. Dude, I, I Listen, I saw it when I went down to Georgia for work. You know, I, I remember calling up my ex-wife because I was like, I, I went to Walmart over there in Georgia and I'm looking and I'm like, gallon of milk, $1.86. Yeah. Since fucking when? And yeah. I forgot where the fuck I was. I'm like, holy yeah. shit. And then Wait, what's, how much is a gallon of milk in New York? Oh, uh, it's about the same price as a price of gas. Yeah, a gallon of gas. More what? More. Yeah, why? How much is a gallon of milk by you? Uh, dollar eighty nine, maybe. No, you're lying. What? <laughs> Hold on, let me yeah, look it up. I'm gonna look it up it's, right now, dude. Bro. I think I think a gallon of yeah, like four dollars, five dollars. Everything, bro. Everything was cheap over there. I got Doritos. Doritos were like two for four. Wow. I was like, really? They're more like three for seven over fucking here. So I'm like, yeah. All right. I literally walked out of that Walmart with a six pack of beer. Um, uh, a half a gallon of milk, a pack of Oreos, and I think I paid like thirteen dollars, and there was no tax wow. on it. Wow! Yeah, I wish. I was like, "What the fuck?" And I, yeah, I remember calling her from my hotel room, and I'm like, "We gotta get the fuck out of New York." I said, "That that's ridiculous to me." So again, and at the uh, time they weren't charging us for bags. So it's like, a gallon of milk is two fifty nine. Wow. Yeah, it's still cheaper. I than still milk. pay three dollars more than you. Yeah. <laughs> Good thing I don't drink milk. Double, double, dude. I'm gonna be honest with you, and that so like milk is that price, and it's almost the same price if you're gonna buy oat milk or something. Actually, oat milk is two dollars more. All right, I gotta know this one. This is a serious one. Gas. What? How much is gas? And depends, dude. No, it's so yeah. It's it's not bad. No, it's it's like two seventeen. Yeah, that's actually not bad. It depends on where you are. We're like a dollar ninety eight. No, yeah, I wish. I I think. Uh, there's one station. Yeah. There's one station by my house that's still a dollar ninety eight. Everywhere else, you're paying anywhere between two seventeen to two forty five a gallon, depending yeah. on where you are. To fill Wait, my tank, it changes that much. Bucks. Yeah, it yeah. all depends on where you are, how close you are to the city, how further away you are from the We're city. We're so like consistent. It's oh like, no. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah no. It's it's again. It's name your own price here. 
it is. It sucks. But um, so anyway, now that we all found out how much we count, how much more expensive New York is. Yeah. Um, so I actually wanted to talk about uh, before we wrap up the end of the podcast and I asked the magical questions that I like to ask at the end. I actually um, wanted to talk to you really quickly about the ALG community because the first time we brought it up on this podcast was many, many, many episodes ago when we had Kale on and it was just a brand new idea. We, you know, David had just set up the app. Uh, we had maybe five members in it. And mm-hmm. now we're at a point where David, I think we have over a hundred members now officially. 110, 100. So yeah. So we have 110 members now. Ryan is extremely active within the community. Um, and since, you know, since we first talked about it on here, now we've introduced a weekly call uh, that we have anywhere between 15 to 25 members on at one given time, including me and David. And I just wanted to hear, you know, from your perspective firsthand, kind of what we do in there, you know, how the community is, that whole, you know, gist. And, um, and give us the raw truth. This yeah, is, the raw truth. Like, this is not a commercial. This I is not a promo. This sucks. I, Tell I me. hate it. Yeah. It sucks. No, I'm yeah. only kidding. I'm only kidding. David is so uh, egotistical. He just, yeah. all he talks about is himself. Yeah. No, truthfully, uh, I, I actually, it helps me. It helps me. It's accountable. It helps. It holds people accountable. And uh, what I do like is that anybody that's new, you guys, let me tell my story and let me do my thing and introduce myself. Um, as you guys grow, it's going to be hard to do that because now you have to get around to the room and you're going to have. Bro, a we have no idea how we're doing it yet. I don't know. Okay, how so it, it. it's going to be tough. Um, but as I always say on my stories, you guys are the whole group is just a good group of people, Thank you. and I think it's. Well, I've been to many of them. I've been to many like Weight Watchers meetings, um, weight loss, you know, the consultations. This is so much better. One, you don't have to leave your house. That's number one. Number two, you get a bunch of different people from different states. Oh, yeah. Parts of the world that, you know, that are, you know, I'm not saying different parts of the world, like people in fucking like India, talking like people in different states. So you get to talk to people. Um, But most importantly, everybody is either going through or has gone through the same thing at one point. Mm Mm-hmm. So and I love it differently too, personally. There's gastric bypass people, there's keto right. people, there's all types oh, of people. Oh yeah, no, we have all walks of life. All walks and of everybody, life. And everybody just is accepting in there. Right. You know, I, I mean, listen, if someone was to come in there and say, you know what, I fucked up, I ate a whole bag of Oreos yesterday. No one's going to be like, oh, you fat fuck. I mean, secretly we might think about it, but in actuality, we're like, or if you're a real one with them, they might, you know, someone might turn around and say, Hey, you fat fuck. What, the, what are you doing? You have goals. You know what I mean? Exactly. I mean, it's, it, listen, but the, the whole point of it, at least what I get out of it is to help each other because we're all not, nobody can, nobody has to be in this alone. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, and you, you do it by yourself, but you're not alone. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. But again, you can do it by yourself, sure. But you don't have to go through things alone is what I'm exactly. saying. Exactly. Yep. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So, hey, listen, I, I personally, I, I love it. I dig the whole thing. Um, I think I, I, John, I spoke to you about it. And I said, you know, mm-hmm. why only have one fucking call throughout the whole week? Maybe oh, yeah. At Ryan like wants a different to do time. like five calls a week. Seven. No, no, not five. But <laughs> no, like, no, I know. so for an example, like, I know two people that I invited that couldn't join. And I'm not saying to do this because of them, but like, no, 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 of they were like, well, Wednesdays I work later, you know, at eight or I can't make it. I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, I, I get it. I understand. Which is mm-hmm. why I said, you know, maybe there could be like a Monday or something. Yeah, or- no, we're definitely going to, I mean, going into the future, we're definitely going to supplement another call. Um, and we will make the announcement. I mean, I guess we can, you know, softly announce this, that we will have a live version of the show 
yeah. every week to supplement this podcast to supplement the community call. We're just going to have a lot more stuff coming. It's, you know, when, when we, when me and David first sat down and, and, and we first concocted what ALG could be, what we wanted it to be, mm-hmm. um, we both weighed out, you know, the pros and cons with each other, you know, you know, our weight, our weaknesses, our strengths, um, we figured out a way to balance out each other, which mm-hmm. I think we do a really good job with. Um, and another thing is we hit the ground running. Mm-hmm. And then when we hit That's the good. ground running, the world locked itself in. Like Always. we created ALG right before the lockdown. Like I think we signed LLC Literally. papers like two or three weeks before that lockdown, dude. Wait, you actually we, have LLC papers? Yeah, yeah dude. It's yeah, a full no, business. We're, we're, yeah, we're a really? full business. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, we haven't even unlocked literally everything everything so like everything right now is we're running with the zero pants yeah and we want to build this into like a business like like an actual like community to the point where it's like we have tools we have groups we have support systems yeah man right right now we're just running with the of our pants on which direction we want to take right now we're like all right we might as well build the podcast because the world's locked down and people need something to listen to this goes a long way gentlemen oh yeah and then we just and then we just hit the ground running. But, you know, soon, you know, we want to provide to you guys, you know, one-on-one coaching. We want to provide group coaching. We have so much on paper that we're going to do. It's just the world locked itself in. And here we are. But the fact that we have people that have come into the community, you know, people like you, people like Ali, you know, just, just to name a few. And you've all come together, right? And it's all walks of life. I've never seen a group of people that have never met each other in person support each other the way that, the, that you know, the members of ALG do. And that's not my doing. And that's not David's doing. That's literally you guys realizing, hey, we all have similar goals. We might be at different spots in our lives. But if I can count on you, if I can talk to you, I can help you make this happen. You can help make me that happen. Sure. And it's someone to vent to. Because Correct. this was something that I you know, wanted when I was going through my deepest, darkest phases of my life, mm-hmm. I didn't know that there was some kid, maybe 20 miles from my house, who was going through the same thing that I was going through, or that right. there was some kid in North uh, in West Virginia, that's going through something that I went through six months ago, that maybe I can be that ear he needs, exactly or I can give him that point. support. Yeah, you know what I, I mean? Know, you know, you know, 574 pounds, I'm sitting in my mom, you know, my mother's basement playing video games, eating Chinese. I had no, dude, I had no idea. I, even though you're younger than me, but I had no idea that you were literally only 25 minutes away. 25 minutes, and we both we hung out in yeah. almost the same scene. You know what I'm yeah. saying? You were in the wrestling community. I was in the wrestling community. You, went, you were doing SWA. I was doing MYWC. We were literally just passing each other by and had no idea. You know what I'm saying? Right. We live in the same state. We live 25 minutes from each other. I was 510 pounds, and you were 575 pounds, and I bet you we would have been best friends. We would have made it to 600 and dropped dead at the same time. Yeah, and it, <laughs> without a doubt. Without a doubt. You know? We could have seen who could eat more slices of pizza, but everything happens for a reason. Here we are today. Right. You know, we just, we were able to sit down and make an amazing podcast, open a great discussion, talk about things that people are too afraid to admit. Um, talk about, you know, success, talk about failure, talk about failing at bariatric surgery, but then coming back from the depths of hell and realizing your mistakes and dropping another hundred pounds, you know, mm-hmm. connecting with a coach, and now you're completely changing your life and your girlfriend's changing her life. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Dude, I tell you this all the time and, and I, I don't mean to ramble at the end of this podcast, but look at where you are. Look at where you started. Look at where you were. Look at where you are now. Yeah. A lot you got has a changed. clear path ahead of you, dude. A lot has changed within the last year. I will, I will say that. And for the better. I mean, 
like I said, I think the worst thing that's going on for me right now is the whole job thing because, yeah. you know, in the fucking state of New York, you can't live off of $400 a week. It sucks. No, no, you but, can't. But, uh, you know, if you have someone that you love that you can go through it, you know, I, I'm fortunate. I, I should say that because not everybody does. Right. You know, not everybody can have that type of best friend. I, I'm fortunate. I do. So, right. um, but not even that. Just like I said, the community too. And, and it's been, dude, what a fucking ride the last few months. I will say that. Hell yeah. Sure. No, I, I know. Um, it. I will extend. I will extend to have both of you on my podcast. How's that? Yay. Oh, I would love to be a part of that. Would yeah. love to. Hell so yeah, yeah we're, we're going to be finishing up uh, recording our uh, podcast for closer to free. Um, and I would love me and Ali talked about this. We would I would love to have both of you on there. Would love to. Would love to do it. Absolutely. Because I don't I don't go on the same podcast as John. No, you don't have to do it. No, that's fine. You no, actually no. I would rather. I would rather both of you, and you know what, down the line, maybe to get like something like this, this is great, but one, like, obviously to tell both of your stories. No, sure. yeah, obviously. I would love to. I would love nothing more. Only if I go before David. Um, <laughs> whatever works. You guys all right. can fight all the fuck you want about that. All right, Ryan, we have approached the, um, little, the last end of this podcast, and we are going to wrap things up with uh, two of my favorite questions that I love to uh, end things off with. Uh, first question, are you ready? If it's a severed head, I'm going to be very upset. <laughs> Ryan, if you could go back in time and talk to um, Ryan, who's actually, I, I'm going to pitch this a little differently to you. Usually I ask people if they could go back in time and talk to an 11-year-old version of themselves, but I don't want you to do that. Instead, if you could go back in time and talk to Ryan, who's walking into a bariatric meeting for the first time in his life, and you had the opportunity to tell him anything at all, what would you say? Oh, man. I really wish you would ask me that before. That's something to think about. Um, right before I'm about to go into the bariatric room, like to have a consultation. Yeah, to go into that first meeting where you kind of, you know, you hear all the ground rules and all that fun stuff. Uh, I would say there's other ways to do this. Don't do this because number one, you're not ready. Number two, it's never going to work and you're going to end. You, you see what you, what you're looking at right now, you're going to end right back to where you are. So go. So by all means, if you want to go through this, do it, but I'm telling you right now, it's not, it's not going to, it's not in the cards for you. There's other ways. You're a stand up man for saying that you're a better man than a lot of people, honestly. So I have one more question for you. You ready? Sure. Three pieces of advice that you could give to someone listening to this podcast. Um, three pieces of advice. One, your way does not work. Always remember that. I like that one. Write that one I down. I like that. Your that, way does not me, work because if it's that the, got if, me if, perked up. If it did, you wouldn't be where you are right now. Woo! Write that one all out right now. Okay. Number two would be the slower the better. That was my approach. Number three, trust the process. I got a fourth one for you. Oh, overachiever. Yep. Find your why. Bang. 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 All right, guys. Ryan, I want to thank you for coming on the podcast, opening up, being as transparent as possible, etching out a, you know, an hour and a half of your time. And now actually, Ryan, you're going to give me more of your time because after we hang up on this call, we're going right into the community call. So yes, that's going to be a fun time. But yes, um, Ryan, really quick before we hang up on this, 
Um, tell everyone where they can find you on social media. Um, okay. So you guys can find me on, there's so many different pages. I got at working on Ryan. That's mm -hmm. two underscores. So working underscore uh, on underscore Ryan. And then I have a slew of media pages. I got at 80 cinemas. That's eight zero as cinemas, 90s, the same way. And then 2000s. And you guys can find me there. And I also have my own two and podcasts. Didn't you just actually. have The Rock comment on one of your posts? I did. I did. He that's said in the DMs or actually no, he DM'd me. Yeah. Yeah, that's magical. He DM'd you. Yeah, yes. the rock. Yeah, the rock DM'd him. He slid. Oh, him. that's that 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 yeah. kind of that kind of. Oh, I, I didn't. I didn't expect it, but um, yeah. And I also have two podcasts. I got Closer to Free, which is coming out with Allie, which mm -hmm. you can find my also my girlfriend, which is Ascend Yourself on Instagram, and I also have Timeline, the official podcast on Instagram as well. So I am literally. Especially with the media stuff, I'm all over the fucking place. Oh yeah, so. he is. He runs. He runs some really cool pages, guys. If you if you get a chance, definitely check out you know eighty cinema, ninety cinema, and two thousand cinema because he puts out some really cool stuff, really cool music videos, just montages of movies. You'll enjoy yeah. it. The Rock enjoyed it, so why the fuck wouldn't you? I don't know. Exactly. Um, all right, guys. Uh, Ryan, I really do again appreciate you. You know, etching out some time and spending it with us. Um, no worries, man. Thank David, you. you have no choice but to be here with me. And for all of you who've listened to the end of this podcast, we appreciate you guys for everything that you do. Today's actually when we record this National Podcast Day. So from the bottom oh. of our oh. heart, from the bottom of our heart, thank you for listening to every single episode of the ALG podcast. You can find us at ALG. Well, no, you can't actually. Don't don't do that. You can find us at Accountable Life Group on Instagram. You can search us by ALG on YouTube. And if Please TikTok like, is share. still around, it's I'm not. just kidding. It's dead. Um, you can like, share, and subscribe. And if you would like to be a part of the weekly community call that ALG puts on, you can either DM any of the people that you've actually heard tonight, and we'll shoot you over the DM, the uh, invite link. And you can join up. We have a great community, as you just heard. And uh, I think that's it. I've run out. I have no more lines. The prompter's dead. Everyone have a great rest of your Friday. Take care. Stay safe. It's actually Friday. Today's this comes out on Friday. <laughs> that makes sense. Comes out on a Friday. It's Friday. It's the weekend. It's Friday. That's right. It is. It's Friday. <laughs> it's Friday. Every day is Friday. <laughs> <laughs>